0: Recorded at the Running Age studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. Alrighty everybody, we are back and last week if you tuned in, we saw the concept that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath introduced to us as the Pharisees yet again attacked Jesus and his followers. Today we are continuing in that same category as Jesus again proves to the Pharisees that he is God and that he is the Lord of the Sabbath. What we're going to see is the conflict escalates to the point that the Pharisees literally want Jesus dead, not because of what he did, but because of what he said. Over and over, Jesus tells the people that he is God, and the Pharisees don't like this because their heart is so hard that they cannot see the truth. Not only this, he preached that we cannot be saved by our works, and the works were the most important thing to the Pharisees, but Jesus said, those works are not enough, that we are saved by grace faith. This is a good one today. I'm glad you're tuning in with us. So let's get started with the scripture. We're going to be in Mark chapter 3 verse 1 through 6. So let's read it together. It says, again, he entered the synagogue and a man was there with a withered hand and they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, come here. See, this is where we see the conflict between Jesus and the religious leaders take a turn for the worse. They go from mad at him to plotting to kill him in just this single span of events that crosses six verses. And as the story starts, the Pharisees were watching Jesus, but Jesus is hot off his last adventure of making the Pharisees mad. Some people even believe that these two stories happen back to back one week after another. And that's why we've broken it up into two sections. And the Pharisees are looking for a way to accuse Jesus and to tear him down. Because they recognize that he is a threat to their false religion that is based on works and not grace. Jesus has already made the point several times up to now in the story that he is the Son of God and that he is God. And so the Pharisees are on high alert. And what we see here is an interesting look into the attitude of Jesus that is often overlooked. You see, Jesus entered this situation looking for a confrontation. And that may not sound like the peaceful and merciful Jesus you know of, But the truth is that, yes, Jesus is the lamb that was slain for our sins. But he is also the roaring lion of Judah who goes to war over sin and evil. And that is the side of Jesus that we see here. The lion of Judah that is willing to step into the middle of a fight and make a point. You see, Jesus is not some mamby-pamby, sissy boy. No, Jesus was a man's man, willing to stand up for what he believes and what is right. And because he is God, he knew the thoughts of the Pharisees as the story starts, and he knew that they were looking for a way to trap him and accuse him of something wrong. Now, if you know the scriptures, you know that accusing people, that sounds an awful lot like somebody we know by the name of Satan. And now, with that in mind, he says to the man with the withered hand, he says, come here. And Jesus chooses to make an example of this moment for all to see, and he asked them in verse 4, he said, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? He asked the Pharisees this, and the Pharisees would know the answer to this question because they knew the scripture. They would know that in Isaiah 1, 11 through 17, God told the Jews that he was not interested in their sacrifices and ceremonies, that what God wanted for them was to do what was right. So the answer to the question of whether it would be lawful to be good was yes, And interestingly enough, which just shows you the heart of the Pharisees, the custom of the day on this topic had something to say. You know, if your sheep was stuck in the ditch or in danger, you could help that animal out to save it. Why? Because the sheep had monetary value to them. But when it came to a person, the Pharisees had such a hard heart that they did not want to see Jesus heal him on the Sabbath. And so they answer the only way they could. They remain silent. They don't answer because they knew that they were wrong, but their pride kept them from admitting it. You see, spiritual pride or believing that your actions somehow make you superior to someone else is a very satisfying sin. And the Pharisees were masters at this. On the outside, they were perfect and kept all of the laws and all of the rules. But on the inside, they were sinning like crazy. And that's what Jesus addresses here. It makes him angry, and it even makes him sad. It says that he was grieved at their hardness of heart. Let me tell you something. Jesus is grieved still today when we have hard hearts, when we choose not to give up a sin struggle when we won't commit to live our lives according to what the Bible says, when we think that we're better than others because of how we act, it breaks his heart. And out of this, we see that our God is a God of action because he tells the man to reach his hand out and he miraculously heals him. And what is crazy is that the Pharisees, they left that place not amazed, having seen a miracle happen and rejoicing and praising the Lord, but plotting how they could kill Jesus. They even wanted it so badly that they were willing to work with some of their biggest political enemies, the Herodians. And as we look at this story, it's honestly heartbreaking. Because if we turn to 1 Peter 3.8, we'll see that as Christians, we're called to do the exact opposite of this kind of behavior. I'll read it. It's 1 Peter 3 8 through 9. It says, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For this you were called, and that you may obtain a blessing. So, my question to you is where do you sit in this story? When given the opportunity, do you choose to bless others or to look down on them? Do you have a hard heart like the Pharisees or a soft, tender heart of a follower of Christ? When you see someone in need, do you care more about the rules or the person? Jesus got mad over this one. He was angry and he was grieved. And the Lion of Judah showed up and made an issue of this because it's important to him. If you don't view people like Jesus did, perhaps the first step to doing that is to following him yourself. Because you can't live the way that Jesus teaches without making a choice to follow him. And I would challenge you to do this. Ask yourself today, before you go to bed, where your heart might be hard to things like sin and other people where you lack compassion where you lack grace and ask God to give you a soft heart and a boldness to act on what is right just like Jesus did in our text today and that marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle podcast and the Sunday sermon We're so glad you listen. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy the show, you got value out of it, please help us spread the word. Our marketing budget is you. So hit that share button, leave a review, do whatever it takes, but help us get that word out. And we will see you same time next week.